excited for this episode. This has been something that I have been thinking about for a while. So this is going to be a hot topic. One thing I do want to say is we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming down the pipeline for this podcast. We're going to have some really exciting guests. We're going to have some nutrition experts, medical experts. So that's going to be coming in the coming months. Um, Thank you for everybody's patience. I know we haven't been releasing a lot of show episodes, but there's just been a lot going on in the background. So that is coming forward. So today I want to talk about something, like I said, that has been part of my own personal journey, but also something that is close to my heart. So when I'm talking about service, being of service, I a lot of people don't get there until their late 20s or late 30s. And for instance, in my personal experience, I always knew that, you know, whatever I was doing was to be of service, but it never truly clicked until I hit the 30 mark. And that transition was very pivotal to me understanding who I serve and what I'm doing while I serve. So just to give you some context, I want to go back in my own personal history to explain the difference between who I was in my early 20s to who I am now. For those of you who have followed me for that duration of time, I was a very different person. That person was driven largely by ego. I was very um, of the world instead of, I, I was creating in the world instead of creating from my soul, if that makes sense. So at that point in time, I was obsessed with my body, my physical physique. I was a fitness junkie. I got into the bodybuilding world. I put a lot of time and energy into the bodybuilding world. But now that I look back on that past experience, it's very interesting to me what paradigm I was feeding and what paradigm I was in because I see a lot of this in the younger generation and that's why I want to share kind of my own personal journey and what I've learned because I see how damaging it was to myself and I'm seeing how damaging it is to the younger generation and the women in the younger generation And I feel like I have been given a gift that has changed the trajectory of my life and truly given me the life that I want to live. And I think I want to offer that to to women and, and the world because had I not made that transition, I would still be in the same place. And to be honest, I would be very unhappy because I was very unhappy. So going back to that bodybuilding journey, I was very self-absorbed and I almost want to say that I was narcissistic. I was, we all have a tad of um, narcissism. We all have this little part of us that we have to work through that is, you know, not um, about others, that is about the self, the service of self, right? So at that point in time, I was serving myself and I was very concerned about anything that was about me. I was concerned about my career and my job and how much money I was going to make. I was concerned about how I looked and how I performed. And it was a lot of me, me, me culture. So going, you know, looking and reflecting on the generation that's coming up, we have the era of OnlyFans. That wasn't necessarily, thank goodness, something that was around when I was a girl. But I can see how I probably would have been more into it. I I can't say that I would do it, but I would be intrigued by the concept 
if I was in my early 20s and where I was in my early 20s because I see this um, paradigm in young women where, like I said, it's that narcissistic, self-serving, I don't need a man, uh, I'm good on my own, I'm a boss babe, and I have no problem with that. But the root of what's important is missing the value, the morale, something that I've come to in my 30s where I now serve God, I don't serve myself, I feel grounded, I have ethics, I have morals. I I thought I had ethics and morals before, but I was living with the ethics and morals of myself. And that's very different um, than living with the ethics and the morals of God. Because you are surrendering yourself you are giving up those parts of yourself that are self-serving and you become in service of another I struggled personally so again going back I know I'm jumping all over but the bodybuilding part um, I really struggled with my body I hated my body I went through a lot of turmoil with that I suffered anxiety suffered depression I suffered eating disorders um, you know and I was just really in the depths of that with no despair I ended up competing in the bodybuilding um, competition. I didn't place, which was shocking to me because I felt like I worked so hard for it that I deserved kind of like a medal. So at that pinnacle of being at peak fitness and having the world admire essentially the results that I achieved and the body that I achieved, it was hard for me to feel so empty and so broken. And that was a huge turning point for me because I really reflected on myself. I'm like, how is it that I have put so much into my body and my achievements and I feel like I have nothing? I feel like I've reached, you know, this level that people look up to or that people try and strive for and and achieve. And it's it's making me feel like empty. It's making me feel like it wasn't even worth it. All of those years of training, I spent three to five years training to get this physique and at the end of it I felt like it was nothing I felt like it it didn't give me what I thought it was going to give me so as I walked that journey I walked away from the bodybuilding industry that's where my spiritual life started to to plant seeds it started to develop it started to grow but it still hadn't manifested into like I said the person who I became in my 30s As I walked that spiritual journey, I started to realize the consumption of myself. I was very obsessed, like I said, with the world and all of the worldly things. But one of the things that I think was the most impactful was the presence of a strong man in my life. And I absolutely love and adore my husband. I think he is the best thing that has ever happened to me. It chokes me up because I love him so much and... Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to get teary-eyed about this, but the girl that I was needed a strong man to pull me out of it. And I think women don't realize how important um, a figure like that can be in their lives to pull them in the right direction and pull them closer to God. So uh, I'm going to pull myself together right now, (laughs) metaphorically. Um, So yeah, that was, that was a really important event that happened in my life that allowed me to switch honestly from 
this masculine paradigm that I had to be this boss babe, that I had to be this amazing person um, into my feminine energy, which was the true essence of who I was, was which gave me the power to honestly like, and it blows my mind that I'm even in this place right now because I have a husband who I absolutely adore. I submit to him. I have no issues with power. I used to, in my 20s, I was all about power. I was all about sex. I was all about control. I was all about all of those, um, I want to say negative attributes, like even bodybuilding. It was about like um, attention. It was about, you know, feeling powerful, feeling in control, feeling beautiful, all these external things that don't matter. And as I transitioned and I started to build this beautiful relationship that God has given me and, and taking God's lead, I was fighting along the way as well because my old self kept coming in and God, I kept praying to God. I was like, God, if this is for me, just help me through this. Like, if this is what you want for me, please help me understand how to be in this and how to live in this because I want marriage. I want a family that is, um, you know, what my heart truly wants, but I didn't know how to get there. So God really did lead me and I had to unlearn a lot of the aspects of myself that um, I had created, a lot of the paradigms and ideas that I had allowed to take over my mind and go back to what God says about a wife and what God says about Ruth and what, what Ruth is and what Ruth represents and, you know, how the happy marriage in God's word is the submission of the wife, the unconditional loving, the lack of nagging, someone who honors the Lord and goes to the Lord and reads the word and teaches from a very moral and ethical perspective. And honestly, as I've made that transition from this very self-consuming person to somebody who serves God and really integrates God into everything that I do. I constantly pray for literally everything that I am guided by God. And if it is not from God, I don't want it in my life. I've transitioned from this person who was super angry, just super angry with the world and held all of these harsh emotions about people and about herself and about um, you know, life in general to this person who has surrendered to love and is able to give people love from a full cup and a full heart and live in the love of God and the love of, um, you know, all creation. And this is true happiness. I was never happy until this point. And I realized all of the pieces that had to kind of come together and had to form in order for me to understand what happiness is. So one of that huge lessons for me was realizing what you're chasing and whether it's worth the chase. And ask yourself, what do I serve? Who do I serve? Do I, am I living for my, myself? And if the answer is yes, are you happy? Are you genuinely happy? Do you have peace in your life? And a lot of us will lie to ourselves, right? We'll convince ourselves that we are happy and that we do have peace, but you just have to look at what you're experiencing. Is there anxiety? Is there depression? Are you struggling with health issues? Are you having fights in your relationships? Are you not able to handle a relationship? Are you unstable? What parameters are, are showing you the truth of what's actually going on inside of you and how you feel 
about yourself and, and your connection to whether it's God. I know God doesn't resonate with everyone. Some people say source, some people say creator, some people say um, the universe. We all have different terminology um, to describe essentially the same thing, which is the essence of who we truly are and the love that we truly are that's there for us. So ask yourself, you know, reflect, like, what do I want in my life? And if that answer is, you know, I want to be happy, I want peace, then you have to really reflect on the parts of yourself that are mirroring back something that is not that, right? And then go and find the answer, whether it's a teacher who can take you in the direction that you want to go. And that was one of the huge lessons that I learned as well was when we look for teachers, be careful because teachers can be misleading too, right? And that's where the discernment aspect comes in. One of the best teachers that you will have is somebody who has the blueprint from A to B of what you're trying to do, right? So if you are looking for a healthy relationship, if you are looking for your someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with and you want to have a family with, then make sure that your teacher has that. Make sure that your teacher has completed that. Somebody who is married and is in a a happy relationship and has children because if you go and take advice from somebody who has never actually accomplished the stability of a relationship and the love of a relationship and created a family that is stable, then their advice is only so good as their results. And I know that can be harsh, but that's the reality and I see this a lot in the world where I mean I even went through this where you take advice from people who haven't actually produced the results and then you end up with the same results that they have wondering why you didn't get the results that you wanted so I always think about even like when I was on my fitness journey I always hired coaches that were bodybuilders and and good ones like people who were at the top of their game because if I am going to get a result that is the top of my game, I expect the person giving me the knowledge to be at the top of their game. So anyways, I know this is a shorter episode today, but I just wanted to share that wisdom and that beauty that I've learned and how I've kind of transitioned into this new person who, um, you know, I don't even recognize, but I think is the most beautiful version of myself. And I know that I'm always growing and I know that I'm always becoming something um, you know, more evolved, more evolved version. There's always more for me to learn. There's always more for me to surrender. There's always more for me to repent. Um, there's always more for me to give, right? And, and to love. But just for the women out there who are feeling like they're stuck in that old, outdated paradigm and are yearning for more because I do think at the depths of like, who we are and, and what we want is connection and family. That I think that's that's pretty much wired in our DNA. And there's some women who don't want that, but I would challenge even that, whether that's true or not. But allow yourself to be honest with yourself as to what you're feeding, who you're feeding, and, and reflecting on whether you're happy or not. Because I know I wasn't truly happy and I found happiness in surrendering and and, and in God, honestly. And I wouldn't go back ever. I I wouldn't change a thing. I just feel so grateful and honored to be here. So that's my two cents. That's my story. I wanted to share that with you. 
And like I said, there's going to be a lot of um, good information coming up on the podcast, a lot of great speakers, a lot of knowledge. So stay tuned for that. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And that wraps up another episode of the Parasite Doc podcast. Thank you so much for being here. The show wouldn't be possible, obviously, without you guys. We love to hear your feedback. What did you think of the show? What did you think of the topics that we touched on? And we're always open to feedback on things that we could improve on or topics or people that you'd like us to interview. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next time on the Parasite Doc podcast.